0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Marvellous Podcast, where we talk about the latest Marvel TV episode series things, and this week we're talking about what if, what if Thor were an only child. I'm joined as ever by Party Laura, Party On, and Party Abbey, Party On. <laughs> Is that your best bro dude? <laughs> <laughs> this time how it works.
1: I was just copying Laura. <laughs> It's a safe way to be cool.
0: Um, What do we normally do? We normally talk our thoughts. What do we We, think? (laughs) Abby, what did you think of this episode? Well,
1: as the resident only child, I have some questions. (laughs) 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 Um, I mean, the title sent me one way. I thought, oh, this is going to be a fascinating insight into the perception of the only child as a Norse god. Um, And then it was just Brothor. And I really enjoyed it. You see how I ended that with a question mark?
0: <laughs> really enjoyed
1: it? <laughs> I'm just going to leave that hanging
2: for now.
0: What okay. do you think? Laura?
2: Well, no one died.
0: That's one. <laughs> on screen. Somewhere, Tony Stark is...
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously. Uh, no women were fridged.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: You know, last week I said I'd rather actively dislike an episode than just be met on it. Yep. Pass me my party pooper hat because this was not good.
0: Oh. Oh. Oh.
2: I assume they were going for Ragnarok. You know, that kind of comedy feel. Mm-hmm. But it just missed by a mile for me. I would have been quite up for a fun, fluffy episode. I mean, we were saying on Twitter, Abby, about, you know, what would be happy scenarios that you might be able to actually do for what if instead of just the doom and gloom but I did not laugh once and I have laughed at many lines in the the other episodes and they had Chris Hemsworth they had Chris Hemsworth and they didn't make me laugh so yeah felt like bad fanfic and not worth a whiff of a (laughs) tilde but I did like the ending and not just because it was the end.
0: <laughs> <I liked laughs> I'm the excited to discuss film.
2: the
1: ending when, when we get there.
0: <laughs> mm, mm. But
1: I will say I laughed a lot. Oh, good. Good.
0: This felt more like a, a, a single comic issue than I think Marvel have ever done anything on mm. TV or film so far. This absolutely felt like the the sort of... The, the equivalent of between Infinity War and Endgame, they released Ant-Man 2. mm This feels like in the comics, they would do... And again, I can only really draw on DC references, but they do Crisis on Infinite Earths, they do something ridiculous, light and fluffy in the middle, and then they do what's the fallout of that big thing. Yeah. It it really had that vibe to me. You can absolutely ignore this. This is just stupid fun that we wanted to do something a bit different. It's it's like directors going off to do their small projects after they do their big projects.
1: You remember when they did those little shorts and there's one Mm -hmm. about Thor being someone's flatmate and there's something with a bike in a room and was it I don't know was it with Taika Waititi before Ragnarok or what was it yeah yeah Mm. it reminded me of that
0: Mm. but
2: that was funny
1: I also Mm -hmm. thought Mm -hmm. that the parts of this were very
0: funny I will say it holds up much better when it's got Captain Marvel in it
1: interesting
0: I think this episode was much better when it, it was about that dynamic in some ways than it was about how many cameos can we fit in and and reference things.
1: I mean, nobody likes Captain Marvel more than me. Um but I must say I just like I really enjoyed watching them fight each other. I always think of you now Matthew when, when Marvel people fight each other. Um and I really enjoyed the kind of choreography of that and the sort of the narrative that she just couldn't use all of the power because that would just break everything. Um which got in the way. I thought that that was all quite interesting, but no, I didn't. I didn't love the way that he spoke to her because I just, I, 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 mm, I, didn't love it. I didn't feel like Thor mm. to me.
0: Oh, interesting, because it feels exactly like the way he speaks to Valkyrie and that whole.
1: I didn't. I didn't I get love that. The
0: Valkyries. I wanted to be in Valkyrie. <laughs> oh, I'm putting my foot in it. Isn't this funny? Because. Yeah, yeah, but problems. it
1: didn't feel like that to me. It felt like mm, more kind of sort of pointed and captioning. Okay, okay. Laura, how did you feel about the appearance of Miss Marvel? Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. God, Captain Marvel. Laura, how did you feel about the appearance of Captain Marvel? <laughs> did I miss Amused <laughs> Mar- by the appearance of Miss Marvel, I have
2: to say. Abby. Um, yeah. Um. And I know this is my. High horse, and I'm going to be such a party pooper on this thing. But setting up Captain Marvel as the killjoy—it's just so you know—it's it's um Pepper all over again. You know, it's it's the boring woman coming in and ruining everyone's fun. And that whole line—you know, there's a word for women like you. I did not. And then party for pooper. And you're like, well, mm. clearly that wasn't what you were wanting us to think. He was. Probably not going to say, but mm. meaning, um, and so, and she just seemed a bit one note because she was just the killjoy. Uh, I thought some of the, the fight scenes were good, um, as you said, but, uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the things I wasn't sure with the premise, this idea that without, uh, so the watcher says, without his brother, Thor grew into a very different kind of prince.
0: Mm-hmm. I was watching,
2: I was thinking, really because at the beginning of thought he's a reckless tosser <laughs> and it's his bashment and the you know the thought that his father's died because of it and all this kind of stuff and then meeting jane and stuff that leads to his growth i don't think it's the fact that loki was around that meant he was more grounded i don't know did you think <sighs>
0: It, it's hard because there is, you know, obviously, the, the arc that he goes on in Thor. But I think the Thor in Thor is different than the Thor in What If? Okay. In this What If? I, I, I think because the Thor in Thor is, is wanting to go off and fight. He is being crowned to take over from Odin. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been on the vanguard of military operations, want of a better term. Mm. Whereas this Thor, I don't get any sense, has done any of that.
1: Yeah, he doesn't seem to have had to do a whole lot of war. He's he's not he's not such a
0: not War Thor. Soldier.
1: He's not Warthor, he's he's not soldier Thor, and he's not kind of got that gravity. It's just kind of good times Thor. He's he feels much younger, I think, as well. And mm. I don't know if that was, you know, the emphasis on kind of study and that's the story we're gonna tell, and kind of frat
2: boy Thor. Mm. I
1: think um, they
2: referred to him as a teenager at one stage. Mm. I think when Darcy and um, Natalie Portman, Jane. (laughs) Jane. (laughs) Darcy and Jane are talking about calling his mum, I think. Mm. Jane says, what do you do when they're a teenager, I think.
1: Yeah. Mm. 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 Um, And they're very much treating him as a teenage boy, except for the woman with multiple PhDs falling head over heels in love with him. There's that multiple PhD thing again, Mm -hmm. by the way. True, true. Like, don't you just go into research when you've done one? Like, you just do one.
0: (laughs) I mean, even if it was, I've published X papers on this subject or something, that's fine.
2: Cumulative PhDs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm doctor, doctor, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know, when I think of the thought, when he went off to Jürgenheim, that wasn't through a feeling of duty, that was his bravado. And but still, in a kind of soldiery
1: kind of way, he's not—he's not going to just kind of have a carefree time. He's going to
2: what? Well, he's done something, hasn't he? Because he manages to keep Captain Marvel
0: busy.
1: Well, he's strong, and he's got a hammer.
0: He does have a normal.
2: Mm.
0: And okay. and you know, the attack on Jotunheim is very much—it—it's not a thing Odin wants, but it is still in him going and. Dealing with a situation, whereas in a similar situation here, he goes and has a party.
1: I really feel like this Thor couldn't deal with finding his way out of a paper bag. Like he was not. Mm. <laughs> no, there was there was no real sense of competence.
2: You know? No, that's true. That I think that is a difference.
1: And and I do think that Thor one Thor is you know he's a leader. He's he's, he's got more to him, and it felt like he just hasn't had to do anything, um, which is an interesting read on kind of. Giving Loki back,
2: yeah, I would have thought. If anything, if he was the sole heir, then he would have been pushed even harder.
1: But if he's younger, then maybe there's sort of less need to push. Mm. It's kind of all in good time. Yeah,
0: uh, and there is an implication of times are better with the ice giants. No, but that's actually yeah. true. Yes, so yeah, cause
2: handing Loki back seems to have solved that problem. You know, so, it's been yeah. more
0: more peace time.
2: That is a very good point. Um, I will accept that which,
0: one. So Tom Hiddleston's in this.
2: <laughs> sure is.
0: As actual actual Loki. That actual visa.
1: Loki. Real massive blue Loki.
0: <laughs> Great. And whether or not the humour landed, I did love him turning up as a nice giant. Landed yes. for me. That I made mean I me I really enjoyed really it. Delighted. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I I really enjoyed that and he sounded like he was having fun. And mm. again, you know, we, we flailed over his performing before and I really like that this was demonstrably different this was a different performance for a different kind of Loki and whatever you think about that Loki I just I really enjoyed that he differentiated and I don't know if we've really seen enough characters with enough lines to have that experience thus far mm-hmm. but I think that's the first time I've really noticed two different performances around it
0: mm. I, I love that he still had the big point two horns yeah, yeah nice, <laughs> great <laughs> that's that's a genetic character trait, is what they're saying. <laughs> he seems to have had a growth spurt.
1: Well, it's just in his giant form. You know, he's blending with his people and surroundings. And hmm.
2: Wait, so you think that's an enchantment?
1: I think it's a it's it's a life choice. <laughs> that that's who Loki is. Because that's okay. how he's grown up.
2: Okay, so we're we saying that when he grew up with Frigga <laughs> and Odin, that he decided to stop growing.
1: Well, I don't know if it's. I don't know how literal it is. I don't know how much is is a choice. Uh, I mean, what is you... Loki's true form?
0: Uh, well, I think we have had this conversation before. And, and the outcome was, don't look so clotelessly uh, at the magic whether, that keeps Loki It's about in. whether he's
2: blue or not, wasn't it? Mm, the last it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was. And, and
0: this is saying, if he'd grown up there, he would be an ice giant. Mm-hmm. And because he grew up here, he's a, you know, human-looking dude. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hiddleston-looking guy.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> no, I like the design.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah I thought it was, it was uh,
0: effective. We also had uh, a major cameo. We had many, many cameos. But we had a major cameo from Howard the Duck. <laughs> Who I'm pretty sure neither of you particularly care for.
1: I don't, I don't discare care for him so much. I think it's just... It's it's one of those characters that I associate with kind of a certain period of Marvel. Hmm. And a certain way that I used to look at Marvel comics before I found ones I liked. Yeah. And um, and I, I kind of like the fact that that, that aspect of... Things are still in there I like that he pops up every so often Because it reminds me of a dimension I was aware of And didn't like And that's kind of one of the reasons that I didn't like Comic book guys um, <laughs> Which is such a small section I now realise Of the entire scope of comics And people who like them <laughs> Clearly Yeah <laughs> <laughs> But you know A long time ago I did not have that breadth experience mm. Because Marvel mm. didn't rule every visible landscape <laughs> <laughs>
2: When I normally do my notes for these? Firstly, there's normally three pages of them. So there's only one for this one. And I normally have like overview and then I've got bullet points under liked and then didn't like as much and then just some other crap at the bottom. And for this, I have overview, liked, and then ugh, and then other. And at the top of my ugh, I'm afraid, is Howard the Duck. There isn't really much to <laughs> add to that. There isn't any particular yeah. reason. I just don't like him. No, I, I- I-
0: I, I was surprised by how much of a cameo he was because I think it's worked before where we've had single lines, mm. but now we're getting into we have to start giving him some characterization. A- and that was the interesting thing, Abby. You're absolutely right. They're giving him some of the same characterization they've always done, which doesn't feel very 2021. <laughs> it feels like a throwback to Times Your. <laughs> and I was surprised to really feel that and go, well, this is weird. Given. Darcy is also somewhat the future of some of this stuff. To pair them together was an unusual choice.
2: She didn't I was seem a... very drunk, either. Do you know? Carried <laughs> she, away.
0: She was into it. Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, is what I'm a bit concerned about. <laughs> I mean, love what you love and all. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but that is a yum that should be yucked.
1: <laughs> I'm led to believe strange things happen in
2: Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yes i think normally due to the alcohol
1: i don't know i've not been there <laughs> no,
2: I've been hmm. pod trip
0: <laughs>
1: they're not really selling us on it so far
0: if you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash anything we now have a new goal
1: coming to you live <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always an option isn't it um yeah, I got confused because I just watched Ted Lasso and that also had some lines about Vegas. Mm, Apparently Two Nights good. is perfect, so...
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> that's what we need to do. Yeah, other cameos, though. Mm-hmm. Rocket in the sink. Mm. That, was, that was my favourite. <laughs> the rabbit in the sink. I enjoyed that. That was fun. I laughed.
0: Yeah, I, I wanted to ask, are there other cameos that you wanted to call out? Things that worked, things that didn't work?
2: I, at the beginning... When it was going through the sort of credits at the beginning, which I normally skip, that bit for some reason didn't. All of these names kept coming up, and I thought, "Oh, they they must do it for every for the whole series or something." Each episode, you know. <laughs> right. And then when it actually sort of went through, I was like, "Oh wow, Jesus, you really did actually get all of these people in here, <laughs> didn't you?"
1: They really did. Um, the, I mean, I think the technical name might be robot courtesans from Guardians Two from the mm-hmm. planet that they go to. I always enjoy when they get kind of a wider circulation in Marvel, I think um they have great character design and indeed mm. character. So that's that's nice. Enjoyed that. And the character with the pink hair from whose name I've forgotten, but we saw her in the with the collector, you know.
2: Karina? Awesome. Possibly. <laughs> Might be Possibly. Karina.
1: The one with the pink hair. Anyway, she was in it and that's nice. And again, like I, I do like these characters who are getting kind of little threads in this. You know, we got a similar kind of Drax Appearance again. Um,
0: I, I was genuinely surprised at the gold people from Guardians. Yes.
1: those are the ones I'm talking about. Um, oh, yeah. Well, not the. Well, there's two kinds Elizabeth
2: of de people.
0: Elizabeth Okay. Yeah. Yes. That That was the thing. Like that's implied to be someone who's presumably going to be a major character, who's also possibly a foot taller than she was being portrayed. Like, <laughs> there's one important thing about her. She's really quite tall, and. <laughs> I I like that she's an actor who gets portrayed as her height in most things. So it felt strange to not do that thing.
2: Hmm. Was it definitely her or just one of her species?
0: Well, hard to tell, isn't it? Because they were gold. Yeah. Hmm. The thing with the cameos, which loops me round to the central theme of the episode, is that the cameos were implying everyone was kind of people we know in the sacred timeline. With some of the same connections. But I don't know how that happens without some of the other stories that we've seen first, necessarily. I don't know how it happens at this time. Because this is implied to be around Thor 1. Mm. Certainly Rocket and Drax haven't met.
1: Well, they weren't necessarily together. But I got the impression that this was everyone who would turn out for a party at short notice. Okay, so I think if you look at it as kind of party creatures of the galaxy mm-hmm. who's going to come? Party Nebula, on Earth obviously. Nebula, straight there Mantis, <laughs> interesting
0: well exactly you know <laughs> it it just seemed like a very random selection to throw in I get why they're doing it, I get they're putting people in there and I will throw out, I was delighted to have Rachel House as Topaz I can't remember if she actually got a line
2: she does, but... it's something like by losers or something like that, I
0: think. Nice,
2: <laughs> which is very fitting.
0: Yeah, love that character. Um, but the other side of it is they're saying there was no Loki, so there's no Thor, so, so things have changed. Okay, no, I think I've just rationalised in my head. I was going to ask this whole question about how come, how come they're not doing their twist a bit in hunting down the wormholes as they were at the beginning of Thor with Eric Selvig but it's because Thor has done other things, mm. they researching that, and that's had knock-on effect. No, 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 no. yeah, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you, good. Yeah, yeah, no, Glad I, I, I could thought help. about that too. Um, <laughs> but but speaking of kind of
1: who gets lines and who doesn't, it annoyed me that Heimdall doesn't get a line. I mean, okay, maybe you can't get Idris Elba, but we did recast, like, quite a few other people for fewer lines, so I just mm. there were just lots of people going, Heimdall! And then Heimdall, off-screen, i Heimdall growls, <laughs> <Heimdall. laughs> <Well, laughs> hmm. Mm. <laughs> you know. Stand look. I like Heimdall and I, I, yeah I would like some, some feature
0: yeah it felt like a sort of meta commentary on the fact they had cast Idris Elba in this part <laughs> and then realised for Thor 2 and 3 oh hey we've already cast Idris Elba we can't cast him as a really useful character so let's make Heimdall's part really important mm. suddenly despite the fact we've sort of destroyed his import in the first film now we're going to be Oh no, Heimdall's a major character Who's kind of like a counsellor to Thor Who needs to go and speak to him all the time Because Idris Elba, folks
1: <laughs> Whereas here it was very much Just kind of like Heimdall's a man who growls and mm-hmm. You know May or may not keep an eye on things It except doesn't Earth. look at Earth, it would appear It's boring well... <laughs> Does It doesn't look at boring things What would be the point? <laughs> <laughs> Only watches the cool planets
2: <laughs> I mean, wouldn't we all?
1: Yeah, just the good channels. Yeah, exactly. He's not there watching five star at midnight.
2: (laughs) Uh, With QVC.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah.
0: But on the human side, we then had more stuff going on. We obviously had Kat Dennings and Natalie Portman. Mm -hmm. How do we feel
1: about Kat Dennings and Natalie Portman?
2: (sighs) I like both actresses. I really like Kat Dennings as Darcy, as we've said from One Division, etc. Just wasn't... Co- Do you know what? I just think I am so down on this episode because I hate... They made me hate Thor. Okay. Or this Thor. Mm-hmm. You know? I am absolutely the Captain Marvel. I mean, generally. But particularly here. You know, when you've got this kind of... Oh, reckless, attention-seeking... Selfish tosser who lies when he gets in trouble, expects everybody to help him out when he's gotten the trouble, and even Captain Marvel, who's been fighting, he you know thinks should help him, ruined Frigga's trip with her girlfriends, hate him, so I think the problem is I am so focused on disliking him that I was not in the mood for any of the I'm sure very funny lines that Cat Dennings was throwing out, so I'm afraid I'm very prejudiced towards this um. But generally, lover.
1: Hmm. I didn't realise it was Natalie Portman most through most of the first yeah. time I watched it. And at the end, I was like, well, maybe it is. Um, <laughs> which was quite strange, actually. And I th- I think it's because, you know, there's a certain energy mm. to Jane that I wouldn't have necessarily expected Natalie Portman to put in, which is perhaps my own prejudice there <laughs> and
0: wrong. Well, as a character, it felt a bit like Pepper from last week's. Yeah. How that was a, 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 an improvement on that character in some ways. I had to say that I didn't realise it was Natalie Portman, but I was watching and going, "This is a really good Natalie Portman impression." <laughs> mm,
1: this is yeah. really good,
0: actually. <laughs> just,
1: just getting some real nuances in there. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> For someone that I couldn't tell you what her voice or mm. speaking style is like, I could identify it. It was really like, good. This, you know, some Amidala in here. It's, mm.
1: Mm, I, I really enjoyed Cat um, Denning I, I wasn't sure I, I was enjoying her but then especially the second time I watched it I just kind of I got quite annoyed when Captain Marvel said you're at an 8 and you need to turn it down to a 4 and I was like no give me
0: 10 <laughs> <laughs> I was like shut up Captain Marvel <laughs> that, is, that is terribly uncool of you you see I liked that because I think that's the sort of direct thing that would work with Cat Dennings' character
1: Yeah, but I think it would also work with me and then I'd go and cry in a corner and I'd be at two to maybe down to zero by that point because I would understand too much. (laughs) It it, it made
0: me want more of that pairing.
1: No. No, because Captain Marvel doesn't want more of that. She just doesn't want Darcy there and that's sad. I felt Mm. sad for Darcy at that point.
2: I think eight down to four felt very Captain Marvel.
1: Mm, I know. I felt kind but of true to her. That's that I don't want Captain Marvel to talk to me like that. And I had a moment of terrible over identification. I felt very very heartbroken. And then I just thought, well come on, Captain Marvel, your hair is wrong and everything. So you know, rebelled.
0: Yes, I want the that hair, hair back. Come yeah. on.
1: She's animated. It could be anything. You went with that. Oh There's
2: not a lot anyway. of differentiation between her, hair and Thor's in this.
1: Yeah. <sighs> They could have, they could have made more of that. That would have been yeah. fun, actually. Now now you mention it, but it, I I think it's an interesting point you make about kind of how incredibly annoying people like that are in life. Because you are incredibly bright, and this is true. And there is nothing more annoying than someone who comes in, and tells you how great everything is, and that the beer will never end. And then, oh my goodness, now I have to clean. <laughs> and I mean, it's embarrassing and annoying and awful. And usually they just leave and don't even clean. But um. Mm. And yet, I just thought, oh, it's nice to see a character kind of cards on the table. This is what we're doing. The beer will not run out. Do you know what? Maybe the beer won't run out. Maybe we can just keep going. And I will. I and if English Heritage are listening, I'm sorry. But when I went round the stones in Stonehenge, I'm afraid I did boop the stone.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was howling at that point because, I as I did it, I was like, what if? That- <laughs> I think
2: all of us have booped a stone.
1: <laughs> I, it's just. <laughs> and i just had this thing in my mind's eye. just like what if this is what ruins stonehenge it's been fine for four thousand years and oh no! Anyway, i'm a big fan of stonehenge affectionately known as big friend in our house uh, so we were very excited to see its appearance very cross with thor very entertained i really like when captain marvel was like yeah no one knows what this is i just thought that was that was a good line i enjoyed that
2: <laughs> i enjoyed you delivering it <laughs> so who's the who's the um mvp on the voice cast this time then
1: chris emsworth uh just i mean that's that's an animated voice performance and i didn't know he could do that and that was, that was brilliant it was huge and boisterous and not again it, it really defined that character it really it was annoying when it was meant to be annoying it was big when it was meant to be big and it just you know when he's kind of delivering these sort of you know, really key lines about your eyes are like, I don't know, collapsing stars or whatever nonsense that was. And just he just had such confidence and fun with it. And I, I it's the kind of performance that just is really letting me enjoy this series, even when I don't necessarily like certain lines or things. It's fun to hear actors bringing out these different sides of the same characters. And I guess that's what what if is, isn't it? Yeah. Different possibilities. Hmm. What do you think?
0: I mean Heindel was just (laughs) Clearly. I I, I kind of want to say Natalie Portman because I didn't expect to I I, I didn't expect a performance at all. So to get anything is is over and above my expectations. But this might be my way of segueing us to the end point, but it might be the dude who's playing the Watcher, whose name has now gone out of my house. Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Thank you, not Jeffrey Coombs. Mm. Jeffrey Wright. Um, because I really enjoyed that sort of record scratch at the end.
2: I loved that. Right. I loved that bit.
0: I liked even the watcher being surprised.
2: Yeah, and particularly mm. given what, the run of episodes we've had. So then you know him saying, "Oh my god, we actually get a happy one, happy ending." Yeah. <laughs> and then I well, wait a second. Yeah, thought that was very good.
1: Yeah, I like that, and I think it does. It does kind of. Beg many a question around, how how did we get here? How did how did the setup that we've been given result in this, or is that something else? Mm. Any thoughts?
0: Uh, I mean, there's there's two things in play here. One is with no Loki, there's weirdness with the Tesseract still being with humanity, presumably, um, and Thanos having started off with the Mind Stone, and not giving it away to Loki. Whether he finds another flunky to go and do that thing. Whether um, Alexis Denisov gets to step up and do something in that Avengers film. And then you have no Thor, so possibly no way of defeating whatever happens with the Chitauri army. Something on those lines. And that's where Tony Stark bites the dust. But on the flip side, you have Ultron. And again, way before Ultron actually turns up. But fine, let's disregard and say there's a two-year time jump in there for that date with...
2: Ultron could have time-travelled.
0: Ultron could have time-travelled, absolutely. The The creation of Ultron as we had anyway, which, again, this is the end game, the suit of armor around the Earth, and the developments in the skin prosthetic technology, combining it with, not adamantium, vibranium, mm-hmm. and different franchise. <laughs> um, At the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Combining it with the, the vibranium... And making a creature who looks like that. Because so I think I saw a reference that was like, in Vision's body. So like, no, Vision is the sum of all the parts that we made before, but actually this is now probably just Ultron.
2: I don't know.
1: Well, it sure looked like Vision. Yeah, well, but did, Ultra, Ultron but would that was, have, wouldn't
0: he? Yeah. It's the body he's growing, just if he'd happens succeeded. to look like Paul Whitney.
2: If he'd succeeded to upload his consciousness into that body,
0: hmm. then
2: he would look like Vision. But yeah, I have him as Ultron Slash Vision at the moment. Okay. Because I think he's going to be more interesting if they do put a bit of Vision in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and tug at the heartstrings a bit more. So I'm, yeah, I'm very curious if you know he would have a Bettany voice or a James Spader voice.
0: Mm. Right.
2: And all six Infinity Stones.
0: Mm. And yet turning up for Thor. When you've got six Infinity Stones, what else do you need? Hammer.
2: You assume it's there for Thor. Maybe he also wanted a date with Jane. Maybe he did. Maybe he
1: wanted everlasting beer. We haven't established how much beer that many Infinity Stones gets you. (laughs) I think probably the everlasting type. I don't know, though. It's
2: not magic, is it? Is it? Yeah, you don't get magic. I I think you do, don't you? Doctor Strange had the 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 refilling tankard. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that could be Time Stone related, couldn't it? The refilling tank. I hadn't thought
0: about that. So yeah, so so uh, there, there's sort of two things coming together there. One is the creation of Ultron, which I can see happening anyway. But the other is the Infinity Stones, which is a whole weird set of things about... Thanos had them, so was Ultron defeated Thanos somehow?
2: So where are you guys on where we think this is going?
1: Well, I'm still wondering, are these things actually going anywhere, or are they just kind of chucking stuff out are they chucking it to see what sticks and then doing more or are they just you know like you say is it just for the record scratch effect is it just how do you end an episode like this and give people something to talk about
2: this one feels like it's going somewhere because it's so unrelated to the rest of the story the, the zombie one much as i'm sure there is the puppy world at the end of it not zombie puppies either, proper puppies. <laughs> um, this one, yeah, that that was a, a, a story within itself, whereas this is sort of dropped. But yeah, there is that is a, a good question, Matthew, as to why here and now. I I'm feeling more and more like we're actually building to something in the finale. I don't know if they're mm. going to try and pull everything together because they're definitely not the same world. Oh, sorry, they're not the same um, verses. Mm -hmm. because, you know, you couldn't have last week's Killmonger and Tony Stark never becoming Iron Man and then have Ultron. True, true. Well, I don't think you would.
0: I
1: mean, you can't have the zombie one
0: and this.
2: That is a better example.
0: (laughs) And you you definitely can't have the Doctor Strange one.
2: Those are both better examples.
0: Yeah. Um... (laughs)
2: So I don't know if we can have... Yeah. Sorry. Clash of
0: multiverses. Yeah, I agree it's coming to something somewhere because this felt like such a statement at the end. Yeah. So is it that Episode 8 and 9 are actually a two-parter? Is it some of these threads are going to come together? Is it we're going to end up with zombie Thanos (laughs) fighting robot (laughs) Ultron? There's a thought. With six Infinity Stones. I mean, would... I would dig a two dudes with six infinity stones fighting each other. That would be interesting. That would be interesting.
2: A villain on villain that fight would be quite... Yeah, I don't think we've seen that, have we? Yeah,
0: they never make villains fight each no. other. No. <laughs> Only protagonists get to fight each other for the honour of fighting the villain at the end. Mm.
2: What if?
1: Mm. What if the villains were the good guys? I'm sure someone's made a film about something
0: like that. What if Killmonger <laughs> was right? <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Thanos was right? <laughs> There's something.
2: While we're talking about heroes and villains, Maria Hill had a hell of a reaction to Thor arriving. Kill it, kill it now.
1: Yeah, I meant I meant to talk about her and her performance, which was so her and the animation looked so much like her that like there were times when I forgot that in fact it was not her. Like, physically on my screen. It yeah. was so... I think that was the closest, like, package to to any actor that we've seen so far. Because there are a couple of shots where I was just like, that is that looks pretty real. That was weird. Um. Also, I mean, I don't know if anyone from either Dakota is listening in at this time.
2: But, like, <laughs>
1: why? I mean, I know. But, like... Isn't it a bit weird when people nominate a national punching bag in things and, like, make a big joke out of it? Like, is it weird? I don't know. Like, if they'd said Hull, and I'd be like, well, that's weird. What it, I don't know. It just, it feels like the Dakota's come up a lot, and it's not good. But, like, also, don't they have Disney Plus there? I just, I don't know. It just, I-, I really find it odd that that's a thing that happens so much.
2: Particularly, they didn't even go there in the end. They went to mm. Siberia.
1: Just all a bit confusing.
0: Because we had the New Jersey joke in the zombie one.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: So, so I think they're they're going with the very sort of tropey but standard. it just it seems these
1: weird. It seems like things people say in the nineties and things that are not Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just. Clearly they I don't are. know. Is that is that okay? you do that i don't know it feels odd
0: see it's interesting because you, you like you say hull i don't think anyone would go hull everyone would go it's like, a
1: space reference
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs>
1: um but yeah like like we had the discussion like where would someone say and it's like well it depends where you're saying it from and i think that sometimes i just don't know where any characters are from in marvel things like they're all Quite generic mm. to me, except when they're super specific. So I don't know, and I can't tell from their accents because I can't tell one accent from another. So American accents, generally speaking, I really mm. can't tell which coast people are from.
0: I yeah, I assume East Coast for most of them, unless they are explicitly, oh, hey, we're now in San Francisco.
1: And even so, isn't that a bit like harsh? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. It just
2: mm. so only just googling some stuff because they say they talk about the Dakotas as being possibilities for this and then uh, Maria Hill says um, hmm, the Mojave Desert yeah could take the hit and I just googled to check that's in California so what's it going to do with the Dakotas that's
0: what, not the I, same thing is it no but I think she's just talking about big open spaces where they film Star Trek but, uh, <laughs> it,
1: but it does make it sound like they're in the Dakota <laughs>
0: It, yes anyway. this this is our Britishness coming well, through
1: that's I mean if you've I got three British be. people talking about an American TV show isn't it our moral obligation <laughs> to have these conversations <laughs> for the benefit of anyone who might listen from elsewhere uh, you know we talk a lot about things that don't necessarily translate or that do translate or whatever and again that that kind of international bit in this it was interesting mm. the things that they chose you know Yes,
2: I've thought of something I liked. I liked that when they were punching each other from country to country, that it had the name of the country like that, as if it was on a globe. I like that. I thought that was a nice
1: touch.
2: (laughs) Well, three things on my like (laughs) list.
1: Yeah, I found that I found that helpful and entertaining. I don't know if they were entirely to scale, but still.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't diss my like thing.
0: And it does make me wonder if they're casting aspersions on the knowledge of their audience. <laughs> to have to have <laughs> write the words. The
2: thing is, though, it was, you were quite zoomed in on these things. So I wouldn't necessarily have said mm. immediately, oh, that's the shape of the United Kingdom. Because, you know, you're not yeah. looking. I, I, I thought it was I quite a nice little touch. Hmm.
0: No, great. I, I also liked him straightening the lean forward. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So things. It's always an, it, It's an yeah, eternal it's an joke, joke, but it's agree, always good. Right? it's it's <laughs> yeah, a staple
1: yeah. of these things. Um, I thought the thing I was going to say about three conversations ago, uh-huh. about where the series is going, and Matthew's point about the Watcher being surprised, and I was just thinking that the kind of consistent thing that we've had is the Watcher imparting slightly different takes on different universes. Like there's there's a message, you know, like in He Man. Um, where there'd be like a message of the week and it'd be like, you know, you, you, know, I can't interfere because of this. I don't know everything because, ooh. And, you know, like sometimes things are largely the same. Sometimes uh, zombies, you know, it's like there's different things each week. And if it is going somewhere, I wonder if it is about the watcher. You know, we speculated that maybe there is a point at which the watcher intervenes. But I do really like the idea that just because he is looking at everything, it doesn't mean he knows necessarily what's coming like he knows Hmm. when not to do something and when to do something would affect something else but presumably that is by virtue of the fact Hmm. that he understands how things are not then how things will be so i feel like each episode is unfolding something about the Watcher, and that is something i'm finding fun Hmm.
2: what about hella
1: yeah great question yeah
0: yeah still in uh,
1: prison i guess so i mean to all intents and purposes he didn't know about her, right? No,
2: so. not at all. I just think she would be fun at a party.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, again, they're saying the difference here is the decision that he didn't take Lovely son, he left him.
1: Well, they said he gave him back. Mm. Which, which him is, back. and I mean, my dear wife was just like, wouldn't they just be like, we just put him over there? <laughs> like why have you brought a boomerang child?
0: <laughs> but the difference, therefore, is that Odin is a slightly different character, like the Doctor Strange one. Mm. It's actually that, that something else has happened to make the character different, mm. to make that decision differently, or is or is it just you know he he looked at Loki and went
1: more trouble than this is worth.
0: In one trouser leg, <laughs> he took him, and in one trouser leg, he didn't take him. You know. If we're, if we're talking the trousers of time, obviously. Of course, Sorry.
2: thank you. <laughs> if if it's that Odin is say more compassionate, maybe then that makes a lot more sense as to the mm. the you know perhaps not being so uh, domineering with his son and, and giving him a, a a freer leash. I could see that leading to this thought.
1: Mm. Though
2: I do like what you were saying earlier about the idea that perhaps if they weren't at war then you know that might have happened anyway
0: yeah he's trying to instill duty but doesn't have the military to fall back on yeah. for it that sort of thing but and the reason it makes me think that is because maybe something was different with Heller that caused cause him to be more compassionate because they didn't you know but but that's just wild speculation so could
2: mm. mm. work could mm. work should carol be able to lift myrna
0: I ever thought. Okay. That is. (laughs) Because I saw other thoughts about this. Like, oh, we thought we were going to see Captain Marvel lift Mjolnir. Mm. But he's not banished. And it's the banishment that has the whoever can lift this hammer has the thing a thing. There is no enchantment on it that says other people can lift it. And gain his power. That's a very good point. I I think that is always a part of Mjolnir. Is the person who lifts it is there Valorous and so on and so forth, but we explicitly see him putting the enchantments on it. So
1: I'm going to take that. I mean, also big fan of Captain Marvel again, but you know, Valorous. Mm, I mm. mean, busy, cool, <laughs> tired, <laughs> but you know, I I don't know. I don't know if um if Mjolnir would consider specifically Captain Marvel, to be worthy. I I wonder about that.
0: Yeah, I could absolutely see her dabbling in shades of grey to achieve an outcome, where the point is Captain America didn't. Just kind
1: of balancing things. You know, Mm. on the whole, all right, I'm going to help you with this thing. Mm. On the other hand, I'm nearer this planet, so that one, just going to have to wait. You know,
2: very mortal. Besides my feelings about this Thor, generally, how worthy is Thor?
1: Entitled, I always think, rather than than worthy. But again, I think that's the kind of militaryness that has always suggested that to me. So, I mean, I I think then that comes back to the enchantment because this Thor does not seem thoroughly worthy of anything. No. Much.
2: Yeah. but no, I think that's a really good point. If it's not, if he's not been banished, it hasn't been enchanted.
1: Mm. I like that.
0: I think that that's, That was the one thing I did think about
1: yeah. on this episode. I think so, that's yeah. fine. I think we can go with that.
0: Because, yeah, when he, when there's a whole bit with him throwing it at her, and you could see her thinking, I could have that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then again, also, you know, if she did have that, like, she'd probably throw it through, like, Jupiter or other <laughs> universes. Like, it would, go, it, it would be too much, you know. She, she yeah. doesn't need it, crucially.
0: I, I, and to be fair, I like the fight. I liked yeah. the, by and Very large, much. equal power of it. Mm. I liked a lot of the sort of, you know, we've talked in the past about comic book covers or central images, her giving the, you know, the uppercut and so on. Mm. Very striking. It worked for me. Mm. Um, there mm. was
2: one line which I was a bit baffled by during the fight, and mm. that's when um, Maria Hill says, arm the nukes in case she gets distracted by a cat. Well, I mean, what she has a that? cat. I know, but
0: the cat is a liability but she doesn't have a cat the cat
2: isn't there she has a flurkin.
0: but she left the cat the cat isn't there like fury
1: but not necessarily then but isn't isn't maria being an ass yeah isn't that why that's there like she's being uh. disparaging and, and i do think that you get you know because she's like i thought you said she was the best you know like
2: yeah i think for me it felt like the episode was being disparaging
1: I I felt mm. like it was it was making Maria catty, um, <laughs> which I'm not sure was I I don't know if she is I think she's got bigger things to think about and more to I do and, think, and yeah I don't think and, and I think that this was a bit of, like they they it felt like they were painting some of these characters with negative strokes that I don't know if they inherently have, and how fun is it to suggest what if. Thor a bit more misogynistic. What if Maria a bit more of a bitch? Like, how is that fun? (laughs) Well, can I ask a question then?
0: Because I don't think we know Maria Hill's personality. Have they decided her personality as a character is not very nice, distrustful, and goes to the gun as the first option?
1: But I don't think disparaging Captain Marvel is is a personality trait. (laughs) And I, I don't... You know, because she does hold off as well. Is that just
0: indicative of her larger personality that they've decided, actually, she's not necessarily the nicest.
1: But then she does kind of hold back from it. I think that they're, I don't think that it felt like decisive character strokes so much as just kind of the first option for some lines. Like the the quick, Mm, you know, when you get one of those films that's just kind of been chucked out, you know, we've got some people and they're going to go somewhere and they're going to do some things and there's going to be a bit of tension and it's like the first draft
2: because maria hill is kind of the soldier slash spy isn't she she's got a little bit of both and so distrustful completely i think that's very much part of her, because you, know, you work with nick fury you're going to be and given how closely she's worked with Nick, can be trained by him and everything i just don't think you know if you think it was nick fury i think he's going to look at thor and he's going to think what could i do with this not how quickly can I blow this up? Not until you, mm. you know, and yes, they're causing trouble, but it's pretty clear they're not, you know, it's not Loki come down to earth. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think she's, I think she would be a bit more skilled in using Captain Marvel than just to say, well, you're a bit crap, aren't you? So it didn't necessarily feel it got her character. Not that we, and you're right, we haven't had a lot of her character despite the many <laughs> films she's mm. been in. But we have
1: seen her be competent and kind yeah. of steady and balanced and so on. So to say, like, well, now she's in a position of power and she's just going to chuck all the things at her, and, except then she's not. And it, it didn't really Because
0: the, the whole thing, I, I will admit here, I, I thought I might get away without admitting this. I don't entirely understand why they were calling Captain Marvel to deal with Thor having a party across the planet.
1: It was a big party, Matthew.
2: The partying was infectious. Okay.
1: <laughs> the party had spread
0: to Mongolia. Did you not the see frenzy. the map with the big red blocks, blops of mm. blops? Of... <laughs> partying is not infectious. I don't I know, I know. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: I mean no
0: one was getting any
1: work done.
0: Yeah, you know, definitely. There not. was
1: paper going unwritten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I don't I don't understand why they called Captain Marvel particularly. you
1: have got to stop the party.
0: Like,
2: that does also suggest no other Avengers. No, mm. you know, like local Avengers.
1: Maybe because zombies. Oh. Maybe Ultron. Was there anyone in this?
2: That's what. Yeah.
1: Who was in? The, is oh.
2: So if we
0: assume Vision. vision.
2: Ish. Which could vision. then turn into this weird Ultron Vision, because he was a bit evil in that one, wasn't he? He was. Yeah.
0: Then he pulled his mind stone out. Oh yeah. Or mm.
2: well, maybe someone put it back in again. Bit of you know sellotape. <laughs> it
1: was very dark oh, in there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> bit chewing gum. Put it behind yeah. the minestone, stone. Push the minestone stone in hard. But otherwise, yeah, I don't. I think all the zombie ones.
1: Maybe this is in the theory, rest of the universe. Out. Maybe the universe split into two halves, and this is the other half that doesn't have zombies.
0: Nebula did make a comment about her dad.
1: Well, she'd still yes. have one. Presumably,
0: <laughs> he's just now a zombie.
1: It might not have been Thanos.
2: Things must have gone quite wrong, though. But I it think still it's... Like nebular Thanos, it looks like Nebula Thanos is. Yeah,
0: and she did have the line about "I need a new eye."
2: Yeah,
1: C- could have been a different. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it is quite interesting if you think about it that there isn't a great deal of crossover between those two episodes. I don't know whether they just handed out characters. You know, you can't have everyone and everything. I guess, but still, that is quite interesting. Now I think about it.
2: If they do manage to pull all of this together (laughs) into something that works, I'm going to be incredibly impressed. Even if I don't like it very much, I'm going to be very impressed.
1: Well, we've definitely imagined better things than we've got before, so I think we should just go wild, hoping that that's the case. Yeah, (laughs) the the
0: what-if endgame. Yes, (laughs) exactly. What What if 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 it was
1: all for something greater than the sum of its parts? (laughs) In 25 minutes. What if we love it? But, but, you know, I mean, I think it's notable that we've talked more about this episode than possibly most of the others. And I think it's because in a way, it because it didn't kind of go through actual crisis and feelings and trauma and stuff, it's it's kind of been nice to spend some time going through it. It has been a mm. bit of a break in some intense storytelling. Mm. Um, mm. Whilst annoying, as I say, I
2: did laugh. And how many times have I said I'd really like to just have a hangout show? <laughs> and this gave me a hangout show and I did not bloody like it. Just friends. We just need an episode of friends.
0: <sighs> yes. Yeah. Well, what if we got to see the rest of them hanging out in the beginning of Age of Ultron without yes. Ultron ruining the party? Yeah. Mm. That that scene. What if that scene for half an hour?
1: Does everyone have enough personality for that? And I mean this nicely. <sighs>
0: I think so okay what if jeremy venner picked up me on <laughs>
2: right so <laughs>
0: moving on <laughs> if we're
2: oh, going to we're the really extremes of the what if getting getting yeah, yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so i think we've been partied out here and i think the everlasting beer has not lasted as long as we would expect it to uh next week we will come back with another what if You can find us, if you want to find us on all the social media places, search for Eloquent Gushing, Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We always love to hear what other people thought or what you thought of our thoughts. And we can tell you our thoughts on your thoughts. And we can share all our thoughts on these thought podcasts. Abby, where can people find you?
1: At this A.E. Shaw on Twitter.
0: And Laura?
2: I'm at Laura Geeks Out on Twitter. And also we have a poll up running already for how many tildes? you guys at home thought uh, this was worth. I think I'm going eight. Wow. that's like mm. eight told to us. Mm. Those aren't the options, but fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I don't even know if I can rate this. It's just, it was just a thing. And then we move on. Like it's an ignorable one-shot thing.
2: Awesome. Yeah, but I feel like I've got quite a bit out of it. I think that's the nice. thing. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so that's on um, Eloquent Gushing's Twitter. Nice.
0: We uh, joked about it earlier, but if you do want to send us to Las Vegas, look up the uh, Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash where you can get access to all sorts of extra content, early content, physical merch stuff that we will send out to you because we love you. And as I always say, the warm glow in your heart that you are supporting us making this wonderful content that you adore. So patreon.com slash Join us next time for more What If. Marvellous.